0: Hey everyone, this is Kevin Smith
1: and Brian Belter, coming to you today from uh, the book of Exodus, talking about the story of uh, water from the rock. Uh, this is uh, Exodus chapter 17, verses 1 through 7.
0: All the congregation of the people of Israel moved on from the wilderness of sin by stages, according to the commandment of the Lord, and camped at Rephidim, but there was no water for the people to drink. Therefore the people quarreled with Moses, and said, Give us water to drink. And Moses said to them, Why do you quarrel with me? Why do you test the Lord? But the people thirsted there for water. And the people grumbled against Moses, and said, Why did you bring us up out of Egypt to kill us and our children and our livestock with thirst? So Moses cried to the Lord, What shall I do with these people? They are almost ready to stone me. And the Lord said to Moses, Pass on before the people, taking with you some of the elders of Israel, and take in your hand the staff with which you struck the Nile, and go. Behold, I will stand before you there on the rock at Horeb, and you shall strike the rock, and water shall come out of it, and the people will drink. And Moses did so in the sight of the elders of Israel, and he called the name of the place Massa and Meribah, because of the quarreling of the people of Israel, and because they tested the Lord by saying, Is the Lord among us or not?
1: Well, thanks once again, Kevin, for another great reading. Um, it's a pretty uh, well-known story uh, of Exodus. I mean, we, I know we do discuss it frequently and use it as a scripture reference during services quite often, but, you know, I remember this story going a little differently. My <laughs> my recollection of the book of Exodus I guess was askew,
0: yeah, I always thought that this was the point where I thought the water from the rock story was the point where Moses disobeyed God, but you were telling me that you did a little study
1: on this, and it actually takes place later, yeah, you know when I read this in preparation for our conversation today, I said, What wait i thought I thought Moses was supposed to be uh, a bit disobedient and and get punished for his uh, you know acting against god 's command. And I look, oh, you know, those wonderful Bible references that they have in every section. And I t- turn to the book of Numbers. And lo and behold, the Israelites return to this same spot, you know, nearly 40 years later after they'd been wandering in the desert and, again, are asking for water for themselves and for their for their livestock. And it's at that point that the Lord uh, commands Moses to speak to the rock to bring forth water. And Moses strikes the rock twice with his staff. And water does come forth, but later the Lord says to Moses, "Why did you disobey what I told you to do?" You know, you up to this point Moses has pretty strictly followed every command that God has given him, and now he uh, he kind of does the the typical Israelite thing that we've noticed. You know, where uh, they don't quite listen all the way and maybe do something uh, on their own accord, and and that's at the point that that Moses is punished and and not allowed into the land of Canaan with the rest of the people.
0: Wow. I mean, it seems kind of almost harsh, but I suppose the Lord intends for him to follow
1: the letter of the law. I mean, yeah, that I guess he intends that for all of us. And uh <laughs> we definitely don't do that. So again, that's another example of of even, you know, a direct command from God given to Moses, you know, he doesn't follow it perfectly. Like none of us can follow any of the Lord's laws perfectly.
0: Absolutely. And I mean, this is uh another thing that this portion of the Bible highlights is it continues the trend of the Lord providing for the Israelites in the wilderness. At first, it was salvation from the Egyptians. Uh, then it was just needs based on food and water. And so once again, we have another time where water is being provided to them. I mean, this time, not even water already being there being made sweet but this time you have water coming from nothing coming from a rock so it's providing much needed food and water from nothing
1: yeah we we see that the israelites they they like to uh the word they use in here is quarrel they quarrel with moses they they grumble against the lord the lord has done nothing but Provide for them thus far, you know. Moses has done nothing but tell them that the Lord is going to provide for them and show them that the Lord is providing for them. And yet, it seems you know every time there's a little, a little hiccup. It doesn't just come to, hey, uh, what do you think God's going to provide here? No, it's it's a it's grumbling, it's quarrelling. It it seems pretty. Well, intense. And this time it
0: this time it seems even more intense. I mean, Moses tells God they're about to stone me. Yeah, it's pretty. drastic. I mean, they're they're once again uh having a little quip about the fact that they were brought all this way simply to die of thirst in the desert and you know like w- the between these passages for us there's only these brief pauses but this could be years of traveling mm-hmm. and uh you know they it could be a few years past the last time they were provided with something miraculous not that that's really any excuse for someone to who has seen miracles performed to believe that they would be, you know, just left to die. But still, it's, I mean, traveling in
1: the wilderness can't be easy. Yeah, and uh, speaking of miracles that you just mentioned there, it does does kind of amaze me that a lot of these recent uh, miracles that we've seen from God through Moses, uh, once again, involve water. You know, we have the drowning of the Egyptians in the Red Sea. We have the bitter water made sweet. Even the manna, it appeared as dew, on the ground, uh, and now we, here we are again with water from a rock, and kind of harkens back to that conversation we had several days ago about the reoccurring theme of water, nourishing us and, and uh, saving us, and uh, we see that you know in our in our modern day practices, beliefs, you know, baptism for example, again, uh, washing away of sin, bringing us into into God's kingdom, you know, even as an infant,
0: and this actually brings to mind a little bit of a new testament connection for me it reminds me of the sermon on the mount where jesus takes a few loaves of bread and some fish and provides a meal for thousands and that came from almost nothing Mm -hmm. and it's very it seems very similar to me there's a a good connection there of just from nothing is provided this nourishment from the lord
1: yeah in the face of all impossible odds the you know the lord the Lord will provide and provide in abundance, yeah, and I think that
0: definitely kind of puts a capstone on just the sort of series that we've gone through ever since we started with bitter water made sweet of just the Lord providing,
1: yeah, all these stories are you know they they do kind of have that
0: similar theme, yeah, and speaking of providing, it's a good segue into talking about the many services that we have uh, going on at Holy Cross during this Lenten season. Uh, we have services uh, on Wednesdays, like today, one at 11 o'clock in the morning, and we also have our 7 o'clock
1: evening service. And again, speaking of providing, uh, dinner is provided uh, 545 uh, in our gymnasium prior to that 7 o'clock service. Yeah, and the
0: dinners have been great so far this year. I look forward to whatever uh, the meal will be for tonight as well. And also, yeah,
1: remember too, during this Lenten season We are going to have our regular weekend services At uh, 5 p.m. every Saturday evening Also 8 a.m. and 10.30 a.m. on Sundays With an hour-long Sunday school and Bible study period at 9.15 in the morning
0: And as we close out today's podcast episode,
1: as usual We would ask that you bow your heads in prayer Lord God, we come to you on this uh, third week of Lent uh, to once again celebrate the opportunity we have to share your word and discuss its its meaning and impact, uh, you know, historically and in our lives today. Lord, we're reminded through this uh, passage today of the incredible provision that you give to us uh, in everything in life, not just our physical needs, not just water and manna, but also for our our soul, our spirit, through the amazing sacrifice of your Son. Lord God, teach us to remember all these things and to keep them in our heart. We pray in your name. Amen. Amen. And thank you for joining us today. And just a reminder, all scripture readings and references do come from the English Standard Version of the Bible. Thank you. God bless.